Alabama coach. What, what, what? It'd be Dan Marino, Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor in that exact order. You want an opportunity to play, and the Jets are giving me an opportunity to play. I put a Lindo Mari up there before I like Ricky Williams. Just before Dolphins training camp this past July, he turned his back on all of it and ruined the Dolphins' entire season. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Dolphin fans of all ages, the Battered Fins Fans Podcast is back on not November 16th, right? Or it is November 16th. Okay, it is November 16th. Damn. I had to make sure. Man, I had to no make faith. Sure. I had no to make faith. sure. Ladies and gentlemen, we come off a of bye week. Danny, it's been a great week vacation. Sir, how the hell has it been for you? It's been pretty great, man. I mean, the Dolphins got as good of a bye week as you could possibly get. Literally, all three teams in the division lost. You didn't, you didn't win, but you made up ground. So uh, all in all, a great off week. That's exactly the way we should start off the show. It's that is, I think you hit the nail right on the fucking head with that one. It's like, what more can you expect out of a bye week than having every team in your division lose? The Ravens oh, lost. It's like it was it was a beautiful week. But let's get into the guest, sir. Um, there are so many things I could say about this gentleman, but you know, the most that comes to the mind right now is Finstock Sports Network. Has 29 to 30 shows a day. Um, is all about the Miami Dolphins. And then he had, well, I have, and you have the pleasure of having him on the show now to speak about some of that fandom, speak about how he got into it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Evan Posner, welcome to the show. How are you guys? I'm doing amazing. The dream. I'm, doing guys. I'm cheating on my other network, but I don't care. Well, I love you both. This is this we're, we're going to get into that because obviously you have a pretty big network. And some of those people are in here right now. Bobby Finstock yeah. is in here. Rob Thirsty's in here. We're just waiting for Steve Malloy to show up. Um, Tell me, explain to us, Mr. Canada, yeah. where the fandom came for the Miami Dolphins and how you're so hardcore about these Miami Dolphins. And then obviously... On top of that, what led to you wanting to go and start a Finstock Sports Network? And obviously, you have these many shows to talk about the Miami Dolphins. So it goes back to growing up, having the opportunity of being fortunate enough to go to Florida on a regular basis. I was six weeks old. I was in Florida. My family's had a place in South Florida, 20 minutes from Joe Robbie, Pro Player Stadium. My first game, I was probably three or four years old. Um we need a picture and of that. I know. It's pretty amazing. Uh, I'll figure that. I'll find one of those. And I just grew up. Dan Marino. I could just remember it. One of my first memories, Dan Marino. And I just got adopted. It was, it was my second home. So knowing that there was no football team here. As I grew up, Montreal has hockey. We had the Expos and baseball. But football is the one sport I always got excited for on a Sunday. And so for me, it's just something that attracted to me to it the cool part is but the tough part going up is we're in a lot of miami dolphin fans the nfl was not as popular in canada in the 90s you still had the cfl that was growing hockey was predominant there was baseball but then as i started to get into my mid to late teens football's really started to grow in the jimmy johnson days and then into 2000s and then we really outside of dan marino you suddenly tie up some more stars like jason taylor and zach thomas and that group and i really got to engage and be bold enough that i could watch games, go to games, see games on my own and do all that. 
And it just Miami was always a connection to me. Like I, I'm going to make you laugh just to go off because I know it's your least favorite sport, Manny. Sure. But I had this really ugly orange Florida Panthers jacket that I used to wear in Montreal when they made the cup in 96. Like I just got addicted to it. The Marlins, I enjoyed the Marlins till Jeffrey Loria bought the team because he destroyed my fandom in Montreal. But yes, Miami's did. always been my second home. Like I know Miami. When I go to Miami, I don't use a GPS. Like I know Florida, except Hialeah. Hialeah, I I, I don't want to down the wrong street in Hialeah, Bobby. Um, but we'll leave that to Bobby. We'll leave that to Bobby. We'll leave that to Bobby. <laughs> but when I was there, I was using my GPS there. I was using Waze. But no, the fandom really started um, really when I was younger, having the opportunity to be in Florida. And it just, everything was Miami Dolphins there because the heat weren't as great back then. The Marlins didn't exist. It was really the sport that was everyone yep. focused on. Yeah. So for me, it just it attracted me to it. And I thought it was a cool thing. It was cool to be a Miami Dolphin fan in general because it was something that was unique to everybody else. No one else was doing it where I was in Montreal. And then as I grew up, just really started following it. I would say that I would wa- I was like more casual watching the game fan because when TV wasn't as accessible when you're in Canada, right. probably going back to a, probably the before the end, maybe Toronto Sperano leading into the Joe Philbin did, I got to see games more often, more on a more regular basis. But then when mm-hmm. the, the phase started with Tannehill and all that, I was literally started watching the games, but I wouldn't move. I would literally just stare at the game and not move. You could not bother me. I don't care what you were doing. I don't care if there was a crisis. I would just watch, 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 watch. Are the Patriots considered the local team there? Uh, no, the Buffalo Bills are probably more the than Bills. Mm. Okay. okay, okay. I thought Bills it was a little further over. east over. Okay, yeah, okay. the Buffalo so, Bills probably. So then, so then, fast forward to me how you start with the doing these shows with this okay. network. Obviously, so, not just find not just finding Bobby, but finding all of them. It's like yeah. How you how you get your nucleus of fandom? All Bobby um, support. All Bobby. Okay. So I'll tell you how it was. So I started in the during COVID when it first started. Go COVID back in 2020. I started because I didn't have a lot of fandom. We were all cooped up. I started going on Twitter and I started engaging and I started to go. I just don't want to be this loner fan in Montreal. I have friends who are sort of dolphin fans, but they're not crazy like I am. Right. I started following different shows and then I came across Dolphins Talk. And I started watching the, the shows, but they weren't really that engaging. And then all of a sudden, I came across this show of this guy with this beard who was wearing a blue ruffled tuxedo shirt named Bobby Melendez. And I started myself, who the heck is this guy? I, I, thought, I thought he was hilarious. And then all of a sudden, he started doing a show. I started a show with Finn's Talk Today. He was doing with Hank, uh, Fish Tank Hank, who's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he was started doing a show with a guy who I, I always joke around with him. Him and I text each other all the time. And this gentleman by the name of Brett Legasse, who's all over Twitter. He engages. He, what an analyst guy. And he really yep. taught me the ins and outs of the Miami Dolphins. And one random time, Bobby said on his show, when he started doing his, his own thing a little bit, and he was trying to grow it, if anyone's interested on in coming to the show and talking about their fandom, shoot me a line. I did. And I came on the show and I think it was just, it was like the thing. It was just like, it was just chemistry right there. Like one of the first few shows we actually did is I was a bit, I'm a two and on, I was really a two and on at the time. Mm. And Brett was really anti Tua. And we actually, one of the first shows we did was me, me versus Brett, like on our duel. And that, and then that just blossomed into something where I said to Bobby, I go, I'd like to do my own thing. Uh, and he saw the fandom in me because I was really yeah. the passionate bandwagoner. Right. And so that's where the bandwagon sort of came in. 
And then over time, I would say Bobby's been phenomenal with this because we don't just call ourselves a Dolphins Network. We did started doing wrestling. I started doing a little bit of hockey. Yeah. We need to boost up. We started doing the f- different football shows. We have multiple Dolphin shows. Um, we're now doing college football. We're doing that's an understatement, by the way. Yeah. That's an understatement. But, but Bobby, is, I will tell you that I we push this, but if not for Bobby, none of this would happen. Well, I do everything I can to support him, whatever he needs. But this really blossomed because Bobby lives and breathes this every day. And we're honestly yeah. constantly talking about it. Like the the fluke that happened was he made an amazing announcement last week that he and he was all him, but he uh was he connected with Canesware, which is a store I literally got a I was driving last summer. I I I heard an ad about it and I went to the store and I got addicted to that store. Yeah. He I brought him to it. Which he is like it. which is like and five minutes drive for me. Yeah, I love that store. And I walked it, and then he walked in there, felt the connection, then he messaged them, and they are now st- starting to support the network. But yep, for me, as you saw when I was down there with you uh, back a couple weeks ago, yep. come down for, for the Fan Club weekend. Mm-hmm. It's it for me. It's the community aspect of why we do the Fence Talk Sports Network and why we're all here today is the community of it that i don't feel that community when I, in any other sport that i've ever been involved in it's something about the love of our team no matter how bad we are and you guys called us the battered fin fans the battered sport it we're, no matter what we are no matter how what what suffering our team has done to us we continue to support it because if we because each other we lift each other up right we lift each other up tattoo their logos on yourself you know exactly. it, it, it's just about that i'm life. careful I, I i'm this close but then there's a thing in judaism where you may not be able to be buried in a, in a jewish cemetery i've heard, I've heard. But, but trust me the only two things people know that i would put on my body are my kids initials and a dolphin's logo probably you see this of course Thirst- i can talk forever brett thirsty thirsty's Thirsty, already Thirsty, coming after you thirsty i took you out for dinner when i was in florida and i let you talk I that's true spoke I will tell you this as we go ahead and move in before we start talking dolphins. Danny, if you would grant me 30 seconds to just enjoy this video one more time and then I'll put it to bed. But I, oh, I, have I think to, I know what's coming. You, I have to watch it one more time. If you haven't seen it already, it has over 157,000 uh, views on Twitter right now. Uh, I just want to see it one more time before we move forward. Evan, I think you've seen it, but just in case you haven't. How's that happen, Danny? How does that happen, you fraudulent mother lover? That's how it happens because uh, your team are the frauds of the division. But Danny, I have yeah, a, let's go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't know who that guy is. I, That's, I Kyle keep people. That's Kyle Brandt. Yeah, well, yeah, I saw the name, but I, I don't know what he does. And I don't know why you dislike him so much. I'm he's assuming probably, he's, I can tell you what it is. I'll tell you. I'll break it down for him. Good Morning Football is broken down with three hosts. There's Jason McCourty. There's Peter, Peter Schrager. Mm-hmm. And there's Kyle Brandt. Kyle Brandt has, he's on the show, but he also does his own podcast. And last year and every week, he basically has his boyfriend, Josh Allen, on the show, the same way Pat McAfee has Aaron Rodgers. He's a obsessed Josh Allen fan. If he could live, if if he could be Josh, if he could be married to Josh Allen, he would be. It's that obsession over him. So when he had that, that was the perfect possible moment for us to see that happen when it happened. And it's phenomenal. But what gave me the most joy 
was the same thing happened, by the way. You will appreciate this. Yeah. I'm also being a Miami Dolphins fan. I'm from Montreal. I'm from Canada. On yep. Sunday night, I will be also watching the another football league, which a lot Cameron Wake, who we all love as a Miami Dolphins fan, came from the Canadian Football League. Yes, he the did. The Montreal based team is going to the championship called the Great Cup. The last Great Cup they won, they had a game winning field goal that was missed. 12 men on the field. Mm. Got a re kick, won the Great Cup. So when you see this stuff happening, it was just so, so joyous. I literally could not turn my head. I had such joy. When the Bills lose, it's a gr- for me, the Bills losing is the greatest joy. The Jets losing is something else. The Patriots right. losing is something else. But when the Bills lose right now, well, because it's the local hype, team for you. Right. Not even that. No, it's not even that. It's the fact that they are they were so hyped up for mm-hmm. the last three years, but they won nothing. That 18 seconds that happened in, in Arrowhead completely overturned their career. It's it, 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 he's Brett Favre. He's Brett Favre. But the problem is he doesn't have the talent. And I, I I don't blame Ken Dorsey for this. This is this is purely on Sean McDermott. This is all on Sean McDermott. Well, let, let's go ahead and talk about that, Danny, because yesterday we talked about something interesting. And shout out to Gunny Gumby that does the Battered Jets Battered Jets fans podcast with us. He said something, and, and this is why I started with Kyle Brent. He's one of the guys that also said the Dolphins were frauds after we lost to the Eagles a few weeks back. And since then, it's just I've been paying a little bit more attention. But like you said at the beginning of the season, we thought the, we thought the Dolphins were going to be good. We thought the Jets were going to be good with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. We all thought the Patriots were going to suck. And the Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills were going to be the strongest team in division. So if anybody is a fraud, it is the Buffalo Bills. And that's why this week I've been going at him so hard. But on top of that, we kind of guessed that the Dolphins would be around this record at the beginning of the season. I think that we were all, when we did it with Big E, we were all maybe a game off. Like, we thought one loss here or one loss there. But most of all, I think we were at 6-3 and three when we did our records. And we, at least I personally ended, I think, at 11 wins. You did. So that's exactly why I'm coming to you first, because I, I think mine was 13. And we'll get into that here in a second. When you look at these remaining games, which obviously I'm going to go ahead and tell you what these remaining games are. I kind of want a quick recap of what you think is going to be not just the remaining record for this Dolphins team, but honestly, how many more wins and losses do you think we have in the bag? So, obviously, we have the Raiders coming up this Sunday. Then we have your New York Jets on Friday. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Commanders. Then we have the Titans. Jets again. <laughs> Cowboys, Ravens, Bills are remaining are the last three opponents. When you look at this upcoming schedule, honestly, in your head, what do you give the Miami Dolphins, Danny? Um, let's see, six, I'm at a, still at 11, 11 and six. I think that's where, that's where you end. I think you end up getting five more games and 11 and six is where it ends up. And can I say one thing before I forget? This sure. whole fraud talk is so annoying. Hypothetically, right? Let's put two, two teams in the AFC championship. I don't care who they are. Okay. Two good teams in the AFC championship. If you have two good teams in the AFC championship, they're usually two of the best teams in the NFL. Facts. And usually, usually give the advantage to the home team. Mm-hmm. just because they're two good teams. The Dolphins are yet to lose to a good team at home. Until they lose to a good team at home, I don't want to hear that fraud talk. It's so stupid. So I just I didn't want to forget to say that because it's, it's, so, like it's so stupid. I like that. But, by, the way, by the way, I want to just let you know, they've only lost to two winning teams. Right. Yeah, the, yeah, they've right. only lost to two. They've only lost to two. So, Danny, <laughs> on top of that, who are your remaining losses for these Miami Dolphins team? Where do you think the losses come? 
I know OJ McDuffie gave me a lot of crap, and I think you did also. But I still yep. think that, that the Dolphins on Black Friday in New York, I think it's a really bad setup for you guys. Okay. Game on a short week after a holiday, I think that the Jets should have the advantage unless they get smoked by the Bills this week and the wheels fall off that team. Yeah. I think that the Jets will beat them on. But so I think okay. they should beat the Raiders. They should beat the Commanders. They should beat the Titans. They should beat the Jets at home. And I think that they'll beat the Ravens. So that's five right there. Okay. So your losses are coming against the final game against the Bills and then you against your New York Jets and the Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay. I, I, Evan, same question to you. We got – I just told you what the schedule is remaining. You've probably talked about this on the show at nauseum. But you're lucky I haven't talked about it yet. Perfect. So go ahead and tell me with this okay. remaining schedule. The next know. five weeks yeah. are like bye weeks. Mm. I expect the Dolphins to get to 11 wins by the time they face the Cowboys. Okay. The reason I say that is the offense has hit a little bit of a wall and a little bit against Kansas City. There's been some errors, but the defense is going the other way. The defense went from 25 to 12 in two weeks. The defense is doing something that they're coming back fully, fully healthy on the defensive side of the ball. And for me, the offense on a struggle scores 19 points a game, let's say. They're, strug- they're averaging just under 20 points a game when they struggle because you're going to get takeaways from the defense now. Yeah. Yeah. The Raiders aren't, the Raiders are averaging under uh, around 15, 16 points a game. Yep. The doll, the, the, I, lo- I love Danny, but the jets haven't scored. I think since week three, I think they scored a touchdown. What's this week two or week three? I a hundred percent agree, but they managed to somehow beat the Eagles and they beat the bill. Yes, like they beat the, teams that they're not supposed to. I know that, but the dolphins. Okay. I'll turn it this way. The best th- I actually saw something in the Chiefs game where they were turning the corner, where the Dolphins got, came back, and if it wasn't for some mistakes on the offense on that last drive, which was just I put that on Mike more Mike McDaniel than even Tua. I think sure. they just play called poorly there. I'm also you can go back. I'm the big Dolphins bandwagoner, but I've been hardest on Mike McDaniel than any other Dolphins fan anywhere on the defensive network. I am the hardest critic of my, my, Mike McDaniel and his play calling, his time management. But they have zero reason with the way they score on offense to lose to any of the five teams. I think the, I think that the Cowboy game, fair point. I think the Cowboy of all the games that are left, I think the game that scares me the most is the Cowboy game only because it's going to be jammed. It's going to be not a lot of the tickets that are going to be sold. There aren't actually going to be dolphin fans. They're going to be snowbirds yeah. who are going to be bored coming from Canada and all the, all the cold parts of the United States for Christmas. And see America's and, team, you know, and it's America's team. And it's going to be a huge contingent of cowboy fans. It's going to feel a little more like it's a whole, a mixed crowd. And that could be a struggle, a tight game. Yeah. And I personally think they could potentially, potentially lose to the bills at home only because if they've wrapped up the division, Unless they know that they're fighting for the number one seed, they might Fair. sit people. Fair. What they about might the Ravens? Sit people. They're going to beat the Ravens. I'm okay. not worried about the Ravens game. The Ravens so, game doesn't bother me. So your potential losses for the final schedule is Cowboys and Bills. Everybody else you consider it's a dub. That's, Bills that's... only if we have to sit players. If not, okay. it's a win. The only game that concerns me is Christmas. Is the Christmas Eve game because of the fact that it's just one of those prime time on-your-face games where the Miami Dolphins are not going to have the home crowd that we feel what you're going to feel this Sunday. Right. Like, it's so you and I are in the same boat. It's just that we differ on the Black Friday game. Correct. Because I believe the Miami – the Dallas of all the teams that are there is the one team that could put points up on you really, really, really quickly. Yeah. And they have a defense that can shut you down. 
So I believe we could beat the Cowboys, but I believe that's the one game where I could see the loss coming. The next five games, the Dolphins have to play a very poor game because I'll tell you what happened this past Monday. I want to give people clarify what happened this past Monday. The Broncos suck. If you really watch that game carefully, they had four turnovers and they converted six points. They had the average field position of the 45-yard line and they couldn't score a touchdown. The, 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 it's ridiculous. The Miami Dolphins need to win. Even at their worst point of scoring 20, the commanders aren't score. They're not going to score against this defense. This, I make a prediction right now we're 12. We're going to finish between 5 and 8 in the defensive we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a don't, don't get ahead of yourself now. Don't get ahead of yourself. No. We're talking. We're about to talk about that. Don't yeah. get ahead of yourself, real quick. I won't. But all to say, if I I will be surprised. We're gonna end up with twelve or thirteen wins at this point. I, I was just about to say, Danny. I think if you remember, wins. if you remember correctly, at the beginning of the season, I said that once we started that home stretch, that we were gonna lose. We were gonna win four out of those five games, making us somewhere in that thirteen vicinity. I'll pump the brakes a little bit. I'll I'll come down to eleven or twelve and, and, and meet you guys there. I think eleven or twelve is is the right number. The only loss that I think we're gonna get, Danny, is if we don't tighten up what you said playing against good teams on the road, is that Ravens game on December 31st going to New Year's. That's the only one that gives me some doubt. And the only reason Lamar is is because we're oh yeah, well Lamar's gonna yeah, injure himself, but between now and then. That, that's a, that's a fair point, but that would be my own thing. I, I think we're going to stick around the 11 to 12 wins, but let's go ahead and, and look at that other part because I think that one of the aspects that we saw, or that at least I'm noticing, um, Evan, I'll come to you first, is the fact that this defense is waking up at the right time. It wasn't just a matter of getting Ramsey back at home when we saw him get that interception and run it back. I think it's a matter that because these pieces are coming back, Vic Fangio is finally able to mold this defense into what he want, wants it to look like. And it's looked really good. The fact that we kept Patrick Mahomes, Danny, I forgot, correct me if I'm wrong, 14 points? Yep. Yeah. No, Four. Uh, 21 points. 21-14. All 21 points came on offense? Uh, One was a turnover, the, I think. The, the, but the Chiefs didn't score on that turnover, did they? Okay, okay, cool. So if you could no. j- just check that out real quick. The fact is that we kept Patrick Mahomes looking very normal. Kelsey, 14 yards. Kelsey has I know, 14 yards received. I, I, I know f- for sure, exactly. And, and we shut that guy down as well. But the D is getting better, uh, Evan. So Plus. now, <laughs> now okay. when, you, when you talk about having complementary football, I think we're about to, in the second half, we're about to see that. What's your thoughts on this defense waking up finally? The one thing I said to everybody, and I pressured on, and I said this on my show, and I said this throughout the week before it happened, I wanted to see... That's Rams right. Back before the, I'm sorry. The hold page. on. That was Tyreek Hill fumbling for a touchdown. That's yeah. This, yeah it was only 14, was point 14 points. Exactly. Correct. That's Go for it. We sh- uh, when Ramsey was coming back, I said the one thing that was missing in the Vic Fangio defense was his prized possession of the offseason. Yeah. And that was Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey completely. If you notice in you last game, you didn't hear Javion Howard didn't have a bad game. Jalen no. Ramsey didn't have a bad game. No. no one went to Jalen Ramsey. The field is completely shut out. You do not go that way if Jalen Ramsey's on the field. He is the glue of that defense, no matter what anybody says. The, the guy looks like a linebacker. The, mm-hmm. the comfort in which he plays, that's when things started to really rev up and really to hold Patrick Mahomes to no points and a half in a game where you're down 21 nothing. That yeah. game, the old, Miami Dolphins of two years ago, the final score would have been 35-3. to three. Yeah. 
That defense saved. That Mike Vic Fangio gave Mike McDaniel every opportunity to win that football game. And he, he handed it to him on a silver platter. And he, we didn't come through. The defense did everything they needed to do. And this deep, I believe this defense is what's going to allow us to the offense to not have to be as prolific. Because I think Mike McDaniel, what Mike McDaniel is going to start to realize is that my defense is going to keep it where the other team is not going to score more than 17 points. And I don't have to take as many chances either. And and for me, I think right now for the rest of the year, the biggest factor on this offense isn't Tyreek Hill. It's not Tua. It's not Waddle. It's Devon A-Chain. Devon A-Chain is going to finally give you a guy. It was no fluke where he was running. The guy has speed for days. And we have our running game has not felt the same since he's been gone. Mm-hmm. Those three games in a whip, he's been phenomenal. And he is going, I believe, I think Mike McDaniel will go to the running game way more with A chain back. 100% he's going to go way more. Are we pronouncing so, that right? A chain? It's A chain. Okay. A chain. There you go. A-chan. Canadians, say it, uh, Canadians say it different, eh? <laughs> um, maybe he's partly Canadian. Um, Again. No, that I if the, the Dolphins want to win these next five games, they have to have. I want to see just as many rushes. I want to see rushing and passing to be in a 55 45 range because your defense is going to give you enough wigway. They don't have to score 35 points a game against these next five teams, they have to score 24. If yep. they score 24 points a game on offense, the, the defense, defense will take care of the rest. rest. I, I agree, Danny. W- your opinion because. One of the things that you were... I'm not getting sucked back into the Dolphins. I was just about to say that. I always... mm -hmm. Let's reverse back two years. Danny was like, yo, this defense is going to come in, led by Brian Flores after that first year. They're going to be a top five defense. Nope. They did not give him a top five defense. The following year, he's like, no, guess what? It's going to happen again. Nope. It didn't happen again. But Danny, this is Vic Fangio we're talking about. The history says he knows what to do with defenses. You're not giving this any credit at all? I'm giving it credit, but I'm not going to get sucked back into this. Not until okay. I see it. The okay. first half of the year, it was disappointing. You can't tell me otherwise. No Jalen Ramsey. No Jalen Ramsey. And, and, and in Chicago, he had nobody. Eddie Jackson true. was his best player. That's and true. he still managed to have a f- top five defense. He had Bradley Chubb. He had Jalen Phillips, even though he was injured for some games. Like yeah. He had players. I get no Jalen Ramsey. He's got Ramsey. Emmanuel Ogba. So I, I get no Jalen Ramsey, but you still Jalen Ramsey or not, you shouldn't give up forty eight points to the sorry ass Bills. So I I, I, again, I'll give them credit. They they've done good over the last couple of weeks. That's but prove it to Ramsey me first. Back. But yeah, I'm not I'm not getting sucked back in that quickly. So right. <clears throat> should they do better? Yes. Am I going to predict it? I, not until but I. But the see one it. thing I will say about the offense, uh, just to let you know something, I'm not worried against the big teams. What the Dolphins have made a mistake on the last couple of weeks. When they against these good teams, when they've won the toss, they should have taken the ball. Because I agree. that I agree. you saw that I'm sure we all sat there, Manny. Is when we and sat there watching piece. the Chiefs game, it was like a knife going through butter, a warm knife going through butter. They the defense wasn't ready. The defense sort of needed that offense to give them a little bit of a kick. And the, at home, I'm not that worried. But that happened also with the Panthers, too. Like the Dolphins sort of need that edge. Like get the get the lead and let your defense do the rest. I would start taking the ball more. I don't think you need to defer to the second half. I really don't. I really don't think the Dolphins need to start doing that anymore. I agree. The Dolphins put up enough points where they should have a cushion going into the half. Exactly. Well, well, well Danny, let, you don't want to get sucked into that, so let's get you sucked into something else. Pause. Tua's MVP chances for the remainder of the season. Obviously, last year before the injuries, he was playing lights out. 
this year coming into the season, he's been playing lights out. At one point, he was, you know, in Vegas's odds, the leading candidate to go ahead and win that MVP this year. But obviously, there's 17 games. You gotta, you gotta play all of them. When you look at it now, Patrick Mahomes set at the top again with Tua going in at fourth. With the remaining cupcake schedule that the Miami Dolphins have, do you think it's in the bag for Tua Tungavailoa to win this MVP award? No, I think they'll give it to Patrick Mahomes if he commands to keep producing with this team. That can you name me an, a receiver on the on the uh, on the Kansas City Chiefs? Like I know uh, Kadarius, Kadarius Tony, Tony. That's right. It. Like. Yeah, I'm like I'm sure if we really think about it, like we could we could come up with Sky something. Moore. Really like, right, like right. If we really think about it, but like Woo! nobody nobody that really stands out. Right. And Patrick Rasheed, Mahomes is still Rasheed Rice is their best wide receiver. Rasheed Rice. Yeah, and, and no, and, and he was he's been but playing. But they have well. Kelsey. He has Kelsey. He has Kelsey, right? Yeah, he has Kelsey. But I, I'm just saying he's doing like Tua, I think he's getting the credit he deserves now, right? Because people were shitting on him. For but sure. like he has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And a lot of that, I think, might take away from his MVP when you compare him to somebody like Patrick Mahomes. Now, Jalen Hurts, if they don't, keep, if they keep winning and they don't lose any games, I think Jalen Hurts might end up winning it. But, but he, um, has, he has um, no, well, exactly, and, exactly. And, and, but and that's why I said that's why I said if they keep winning, because okay. they've lost what one game. If they yeah. end up with like 15 wins and end up 15 and two, I think it automatically goes to Jalen Hurts. So I think okay. two is going to have a hard time winning it this year. I think last year, if he would have kept it going. I think it would have been a really good chance this year. I, I don't see it. Evan, I think with this cupcake schedule, we could make an argument that it could go to his I, way if he lights up everybody. But according to you, what you just said was there's really no point for him to have to light it up the remainder of the season. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm going to get to that one. I'm going to get to that one. He will light he, it up. He, but He doesn't have to necessarily yeah. because we should run the ball more. We should rely on that defense. Do you think there's any chance, maybe comeback player of the year, but do you think there's any chance that Tua wins that MVP at the end of the year? The only way he wins the MVP this year in, um, is the, if he ends up being the leading passer in all categories. In I agree. Cards, touchdowns, passer rating, and if Tyreek goes over 2,000. If all those things happen, they'll give it to him. Because I'm about to say something probably people uh -oh. won't believe. Patrick uh -oh. Mahomes of this year is Tom Brady of his Super Bowl year. Mm. His defense mm. is better than him. Right now, that defense is winning them football games, not the offense. I agree. He I agree. Zero. Travis Kelsey had two receptions for 14 yards, and he's fumbling the ball. He makes plays because out of nothing, but a lot of his system, let me ask you, if he left the Andy Reid system, and Andy Reid wasn't his coach, this year, would he I think I think he would look a lot like what Josh Allen's looking like right now. Exactly. Not, not me. I think Patrick no, Mahomes. He's is phenomenal, but he's not yeah, the reason why know. they've won the, the seven games this year. Their defense, since Chris Jones came back, the yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I they haven't have won like the like second like, or third ranked defense right now. points against right. the Jaguars, twenty no points against the Dolphins in the second half. The the, the he's not done things that are expected of him. To win, his team is doing well. I Not haven't watched the Chiefs games close enough to, to, like, to see. I, if this. someone told me tomorrow, flip a coin, CJ Stroud or Patrick Mahomes for MVP, I'd give it to CJ Stroud. Oui, oui. Because without CJ Stroud, they wouldn't have the five wins. But I, I think Patrick Mahomes hasn't had to come back in the late fourth quarter game he to win a game. But if he had to, you don't think he would? Like I, I would receiver. trust. He's not the receiver. I, I, I would. I. I 
if you guys would have been up 21 to 17 and Patrick Mahomes had the ball with a minute 45 left. How about that defense? Wait, what Ramsey, defense? The Dolphins Ramsey, defense? Ramsey what are you doing to me? It's, you Ramsey think the Dolphins defense? I'm telling you this right now. Ramsey would have picked him. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That that game was literally lost. That game was literally lost because Mike McDaniel said, I'm a prisoner of the passing game because he mm-hmm. had two timeouts in his pocket with mm-hmm. a buck 45 left. That's what I told Danny. That's what I told Danny. Ran the ball for 25 yards, then 19. You could have ran the ball. And then run it again. Exactly. That's what I told Danny. Called the timeout twice, then could have gone for three, two. You could have gone for something in the end zone twice. You probably could have gotten a PI. They had, he he played it so there was poorly. Options. There was options. There were so many options on but that. I wasn't play. talking about the offense. I said, do you think that Patrick Mahomes you wasn't coming back in Patrick- that game? He showed no fire in that game in the Danny, second half. Sh- but those type of players show up when they have to. So Joshua Dobbs defenses. does. CJ Stroud does. Ooh, ooh. What's your point? Oh, CJ Stroud. Stroud has done it twice You've seen CJ Stroud do this for like four weeks. Patrick Mahomes has done it for four or five years. Any quarterback can have a great two-minute drill. Any quarterback can have a good four-game run. Real quick, do you think it will happen MVP, Danny, yes or no? No, not this year, no. Uh, For you, Evan, yes or no? MVP for Tua Tungavailoa. Yes. Can I, give you why, can I give you a reason why I don't think it's yeah. going to happen? Even, even after corn Evan, rolls. Wait, wait, wait. He is <laughs> salty right now. The corn rolls, I love him. Even, even after Evan's point, is the point you're about to make, even after Evan's point, that if he leads every statistical passing category, you think he still doesn't win it regardless? No, is no. If you're... he leads every, every statistical category, I think he will. But okay, go for it. now, there's eight games left. And out of those eight games, one – Two, three, four, five out of the last eight games are against top seven defenses. So I think that, yes, you could still win those games, but the numbers aren't going to be as gaudy as they've been the first half of the year. That's all I'm saying. But neither will Patrick Mahomes. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Look at this. He's going to win MVP. Fire him. Fire him right now, Evan. Send him the MVP. He's going to be MVP. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead. Nobody and you said that Jalen Ramsey would pick him off. Jalen Ramsey has one pick, and it was a cute pick, but it wasn't necessarily because he would have gone to Kelsey. He would have gone to Kelsey, and and Ramsey would have shadowed him the entire time, mm-hmm. and he would have picked him off. I'm telling is you, Ramsey, is Ramsey following the best receiver on the field, or is he staying he on the right he side? He would have followed Kelsey on that drive had that happened. Danny, that drive, do you do you remember that we got the going- ball? Danny, we got the ball back because we shut down Travis Kelsey. Uh, Travis Kelsey on a third and like 11 or whatever. I know. I remember like three people converged on him. Right. But what I'm saying is we were going to shut We were going to shut him down if we take the lead. And you don't think Patrick Mahomes can find somebody else? No. No. You just said this guy has no wide receivers. You just said he has no wide receivers. And that's why he's MVP because he'll still find them. Nine games in, the guy hasn't found the receiver yet that he's had to do. He hasn't done it all year. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and move to this Las Vegas Raiders game, the game that matters that's going to move us potentially to seven and three. What are the three games ahead in the AFC East? Potentially. They're facing Aiden Aiden freaking O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, that that Cholo has some game to him, man. I just saw it when he balled on the Jets. But let's go ahead and talk about that. By the way, roster moves. Chosen is out. Achon is obviously potentially coming back for this game. Danny, let's start talking about this Las Vegas Raiders matchup. You obviously just saw them. They played your New York Jets. Tell me what to expect when we face these guys. (laughs) Not much. Not much. Like, All right. Not much. The the, the Raiders are, are are inept offensively. They Josh Jacobs leads the league in touches, but yet he doesn't lead the league anywhere near 
in yardage. Uh, the, the team just isn't good. The, the Jets had some bad penalties that put them into scoring position. They had some bad turnovers that left yeah. them like the two-yard line where they just had to rush the ball in two yards. Like the Jets gave that game away because the Raiders are not good. So um, the Raiders not being good and feeling themselves. I mean, if the, if the Dolphins overlooked them, right, any given Sunday. But no, this should be, a, a, especially at home, this should be a really uh, relaxed game for the, for the Dolphins. When we talk about people being upset, and I'm sure they heard it. They, they've heard the narrative since losing that game in Germany. Evan, they know the whole fraud talk is still alive and kicking. They only beat the bad teams. Well, that, that pose is really bad for the Las Vegas Raiders because they are a bad team. And granted, no shitting on the Las Vegas Raiders. Antonio Pierce has those boys, especially that defense, playing very, very well. But, alas, you're talking about Tyreek Hill. You're talking about Jalen Waddle. You're talking about Devon Achon. You're talking about Raheem Mostert. You're talking about so many weapons on this offense. Pick your poison. We're not the New York Jets. You're going to have to pick your poison, and you are you're, you will eventually pick wrong. You have Teron Armstead back. Robert Hunt potentially will play this game. You have all your pieces in a, in a scenario, Evan, where we are pissed, too is salty with them braids. Can you potentially see a 40-plus point game against, against the Las Vegas Raiders this, um, this week at home? A hundred percent. I could probably see 50. Um, it's gonna I was, was going to go up there. I start, it's, supposed I said to be eight, it's supposed to be 80 and sunny, which mm -hmm. means on the field, on the Raiders side where they're wearing black 900. uniforms, <laughs> it's going to be about 95. Yep. They are going to be sweating before the game even starts in those black uniforms. Yep. This is going to be a game where the Miami Dolphins know this past weekend, I don't know what gave me more joy. Like my kid was under the weather, was sick for a week. One of my yep. kids, Is I watched better? football. Yeah, he's feeling better finally today. Awesome. And I was watching every game and every L that came through. This was the greatest bye week in my yep. fandom as a Miami Dolphins fan. Every team that had to lose lost. This is your opportunity to go two up on the Bills to give yourself completely a breathing room in the AFC East. Mm -hmm. And this is a game where it should be a party. This should be a game where you say to yourself, you want to know what? Screw the narrative of what people think. Who cares? All you have to do is beat the best, beat the good teams in the playoffs. And anything can happen in the playoffs. And right. if you do your job at home where you're 16 and 2 in your last 18, and the last game you had lost against at home was when Tua was concussed and he threw three, three interceptions concussed to the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. You're, this is no. It's not fair. I've already made this prediction. We're going to go undefeated at home, potentially because I'm worried about the Cowboy game. But right. I do. That's my worry. I still think they can win everything. But for me, this is, should be a game where just keep go run. The reason I want them to run the ball is Matt. They're 29th against the run, as Thirsty said. Yeah. And I and Max Crosby has nine and a half sacks. But besides that, who do they have? The next guy after that nine and a half sacks from Max Crosby has two sacks. There's no fear on that defense. Marcus Peters, Mar Tyreek Hill, and Jaden Water are going to eat Marcus Peters, Peters alive. He likes to get, he likes to go for it and likes to take chances and does have 33 interceptions in his career and all that nonsense. But he makes a lot of mistakes, and they're going to eat him up. And Tyreek Hill knows that he messed up last game. He he knows he screwed that up. So, Stanza, I have a question for you. For I appreciate it. your fandom. Have you predicted them to lose any game so far this year? Yes. 
Okay. He has. Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely No, I'm has. asking because because he's saying that they're not going to lose any more games. I didn't and, think they were well, going to trust the Bills. I didn't think well, they were going to lose. I didn't think they were going to lose. Listen, I said at the beginning of the season, Danny, that that home stretch of four to the last five, I thought that we were going to win four out of the last five, especially no all those home games. four of the last five at home because they, they're playing at home. Correct. This this is the scariest state. You said – Danny have said good teams win at home. Danny, the, mm-hmm. the, the Miami Dolphins are a good team. Like Finn Stanza said, there is no reason we should lose this game home. But the path to the AFC's title begins this Sunday, Danny. So I'm coming to you, sir. Give me your prediction. What's going to be the final of this shellacking that's going to happen to the Oakland uh, to the Las Vegas Raiders? Just to be clear real quick, I wanted to go back to this a second. Okay. Patrick Mahomes has 17 touchdowns on the year. Tua has 19. And Patrick Mahomes has nobody we know at receiver. So... Uh, I, I think that um, the Raiders are, 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 are not How many, more, how many are more than good... 20 yards? I, I'll look that up for you. And I, right. I bet you that's, that's a little more impressive when you're doing it and you have to work your way up the field instead of just bombing yeah, it. Travis Kelsey field. does most of the work. <laughs> right. Basically what it is. So um, I think that the Raiders are, are, are not a good team. I think that no. they've had a Listen, they are 5-5. Five and five. They are 5-5, five and but, five, though. Right, and and they they had a two cute little run against the Giants, which are really bad, and then the Jets are really bad. So I think that they had that two cute game run, and then they had the cigars. But I think that those cigars fizzle out this weekend, and I think that that the Dolphins should win a comfortable game this week, and um and get ready for a short week. So um yeah, I I think the Dolphins, I don't know, I mean unless Max Crosby goes crazy, uh, I think that you guys should put up twenty seven and thirty points. So let's say twenty seven to. 15 27-15. That's, that's already that's already disrespectful. Go ahead, Evan. What do you think the final score of this game is gonna be? Uh do the math for you. By the way, no pressure that when you guess these games, I know you tend 40, to be right. 49 to mm. 10. 4910. <laughs> like like and by the way, the reason I say 4910. It's because I have this prediction that Jason Sanders may never kick another field goal again. I honestly, I saw it at the Carolina game, watching him come in and out. The guy looks miserable because he doesn't play. The guy looks absolutely miserable. I predict this game, the A-chain gets three touchdowns. A-chain gets three touchdowns. The guy is going to come back balling. I, I think I think the same. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you guys. I don't think there's any chance we lose this game uh, for a factor of reasons. Um, Jalen Ramsey is going to cover Devontae Adams, and again, they have nobody else outside of that. Um, Josh Jacobs, but you thought jo- Josh Jacobs. Jake- well, listen, there there's been times that the Dolphins' defense has given a lot of yardage up to the running backs, aka Chubba Chubba Hubbard a few weeks ago at the game that you were at, um, Evan. It happens. But I think the way that we're playing defense, I don't think it's going to happen. No. Yeah, he may get a lot of touches, Dan- Danny. I think that's what Antonio Pierce wants to do. He wants to run the ball. But once He's going start- old school football with this Raiders team right now. Right. Once you start and you go down 21 to zero, I don't think you're going to be able to stick to that game plan. And now you have to have Aiden O'Connell carry you. So with that said, I'm not going as high as 49. My score in the head and Danny giving him 15 points. I don't know where he's going to get those 15 points from. I was going 37-10 as well. Um, I know it's only five points less than what Danny said, but think about it. You could, you could escape a touchdown, a a scripted touchdown at the beginning of the game. You could get away with that. And they kick a field goal somewhere between the, the last three quarters. But I think 37-10, I don't think... 37, you means that Jason Sanders would kick a few field goals. Look, yes, I... Yes. I, 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 I never, how have never, you guys convinced yourself... How have you guys convinced yourself that the Dolphins all of a sudden became such a great defense? Like, this is the part that has me perplexed. Did you not I, watch I, the I, game in Germany? It's in Germany. 
It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It has your MVP. It has your MVP. It has your MVP at quarterback, bro. What are you talking about? Your MVP so got shut good down that game. Performance. How many it, games have we played against so far the MVP? Against, against the MVP. It's That's all that matters. Nine games, and it's took one game for you guys to come. Yeah, Patrick it's Mahomes nine games. never comfortable oh, in that. But the last game, section. we lost it. We Thomas lost section. it. But, this but guy it's up. the best defense in the world now. Okay, Danny. They made Patrick Mahomes look like a shell of himself for most of that game, and we're facing Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell. What Aiden O'Connell going to do? I, I get, I get it, and look, and, and if they only score ten, I get it. But the way you guys are talking is just weird to me. You guys right. are like, eh, ten points. It, maybe when everyone else is playing, it's when like, everyone what? else is playing, they went with everyone else playing in two weeks. They went from twenty fifth to twelfth. That's no joke. They went and from twenty fifth to twelfth against your MVP, against the Kansas City Chiefs and the New England Patriots. Now I'm not saying the Patriots are good, but the Patriots still have Bill Belichick. They still no, can... When we're talking about defenses, are you talking about points per game or yardage? Because points per game, ranked, you guys yeah, gave overall up, ranked defense. You guys gave up almost forty points in those two games combined. I mean, doesn't matter. It's still, I think it's the overall Thirsty. ranking. Darcy, are you agreeing with Danny? He's shitting over here on our defense, saying that we have. I'm not shitting on it. I, I'm, I'm perplexed as to why <laughs> they didn't give up like, forty points. The best they, defense. Well, they gave up fourteen to the Chiefs. They gave up fourteen. <laughs> right, to we gave up fourteen I, to I, your MVP. I, I, to your MVP, I, we shut him down I to fourteen. Wait. And points. by the way, you know how Vince Danza brought up the twenty plus yards. I didn't look yeah. at touchdowns, but just passes of twenty plus yards. Tua has thirty three with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Patrick Mahomes has twenty nine with I don't know who. Mm. So. Travis Kelsey. Uh, 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 oh, oh, so that's it. It's all, all Travis all Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. It's okay. all Travis Kelsey, sir. All right. All right. Him and the Swifties. Yeah. So my, my thing is <laughs> the Dolphins all of a sudden have the greatest defense, and then they're going to play I against never said Aiden they have O'Connell. The greatest defense. Right. We didn't say all that. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. But wait till they play against Aiden O'Connell, Zach Wilson, and Sam Howell, and all of a sudden you're like, that's it. 85 Bears, Super Bowl, because nope. we just shut out three quarterbacks that's in a row. That's not what we said. What we said that's was. That's how you're talking. Exactly because of the because of the competition we're about to play. Stop. Why would you give Aiden O'Connell am, fifteen points? Explain that to me. Why would you give Aiden O'Connell led offense fifteen points? I'm giving give an NFL that. team fifteen points. No, you're not. You're giving Aiden O'Connell and the shitty Raiders fifteen okay. points. Okay. Okay. So let's see. The the worst defense in the league. How many points do you? I'm sorry. The best defense in the league. How much? How many points do you think they usually give up? On 13, 14 ish. I doubt that is that. I'm gonna find out right now. Give me one second. Okay. The worst, the worst defense in the I league. Said this game, it's at home. Sorry, the best defense it's... in the league gives up 16 points. There you 16 go. 16 points per game. But I'm pretty sure they're not giving up 16 points to Aiden O'Connell's. My point, my boy. They might at home. They might. At the Giants home. have a good defense, and they gave up 30 points to Aiden O'Connell. And at the home. Giants have a good defense. At home. The Jets I'm... have a good defense, and they gave up how many points? 16. If this was in Vegas. I'm not telling you. It's at home. The, they're playing them at home. I was I was sitting next to Bobby at the Carolina Panthers game when they gave up 14. And he knew I was getting a little frustrated with the team after they gave up seven. But then all of a sudden you saw the offense cooking. And when they scored seven points, when they scored that first touch on the Dolphins, you knew it was over. Because the, the confidence the defense is now getting when the offense will do its job is going to be lights out. Because if the Dolphins put up 21, uh, 30, uh, when they put up 28 in the first half, the defense is going to shatter them. It's going to destroy yeah. them. Yeah. Because the offense is going to come out booming. Tyreek Hill knows he effed up last game. He knows he's responsible. Tua is coming in <laughs> super confident. The guy didn't go on vacation. The guy worked out on the bye week. 
The guy is determined to show something. That is Mike McDaniel probably worked the entire time. This team is raring to go. If this was a, if this was a road game, if this was a road game coming out of the bye, I might have come on the show and predicted an L. They're going home. They're angry. They're frustrated. They were embarrassed on national television. The last Preach. memory people have is Tua treat, running for a football that he dropped because it wasn't in the numbers. It was on him, but it was also on Connor. It was also poor play calling. That's the lasting memory. Come out and destroy the Raiders. Destroy I, I, the Raiders. I think if it would have been seven days later, they might have felt it. It's been two weeks. Oh. They about that shit. Seething. They are seething. You're going to get spent when you play why. Like, why aren't they I'll upset? Why. Tyreek Hill came is out there. after the game. He's like, that was fun. Hard knocks that was is there. fun. No, Don't no. tell me hard that. He thought there. he had fun. No, because hard knocks is recording them this week. They have to be raring to go. They have to be angry. They have to be pissed. They cannot be chill about this. They know. Wonder so why also they're it. pissed? Wonder why they're pissed? This is probably the quietest media. The talking heads have talked about the Miami Dolphins. Okay? No one's talking about them much the last two weeks. They want to be back in the news. They want to come out of this game, and they want to be a story that they are the greatest show on surf again. Because yep. the last two weeks, they have looked eh. They, the last two games they've played. They have not looked dominating. Tyreek Hill is going to go for 200. And Devon A. Chain is going to have three touchdowns. I'm telling you, this is going to be close to 600. It's going to be over 550 yards of offense on Sunday. It's going to be bananas. Bananas. It's going to Daniel. be phenomenal. Mike all McDaniel say, knows how much he screwed up. Trust me. All, the narrative is not. The narrative is there. He's very self-aware. All I got to say, Danny, you, you deserve nothing. But... I can promise you, and I am almost 100% positive about this, that Antonio Pierce will have the Raiders more angry and upset in going into this game than the Dolphins will be. The Dolphins are 6-3. and three. They know that they've lost to these good teams, but they know that they have these sorry teams coming up. I am telling you, and I am 100% sure, that the Raiders, although they're not going to be good enough to win the game, will come out more angry, as you said, than the Dolphins will. The they're, Dolphins they're are going to be chilling. They're at home. They know that this was two weeks ago. They know that they could beat the Raiders. They're not going to be angry. Nope. You want to know why? Devon Achan is going to go bananas. You have no idea how good this guy is. This guy is going to I've seen him. The guy's averaging 12 yards to carry. The guy played I've three games. Him. He lost 12 yards to carry. Do you understand that if Devon Achan would have played, had not been injured these last four games, he'd be the leading rusher in this league. He'd have the most touchdowns in this league. And they wouldn't be talking about C.J. Stroud as offensive rookie of the year. You think that he's going to average 20 yards every carry for the rest of the year? Eventually, it's going to go down. What? No, but I'm not saying that. Raheem Mostert, who I consider an average guy, has 11 rushing touchdowns. Devon Achan has like eight or seven in three games. The guy is going to go for three more. I will make a prediction that Devon Achan will end up with more touchdowns than Raheem Mostert by the end of this year. Achan ain't scoring three times this week. Oh, you want to make a bet? I'll make the bet right now on live Ooh. television. Oh, yes, let's podcast. make a bet. He's he not scoring three. three times this week. He is week. scoring three touchdowns because they're not going to play Mostert a lot. He's a little injured. Are we talking rushing three. the ball? Three three touchdowns touch, rushing the ball? Or receiving, one or the other. He might get a little dip and doodle and go for it. Yeah, All right, he may, he, may get a, he may get a no-look. He may get a no-look again, Danny. You know? He listen, no I think, aberration, this kid. This listen, kid I, think, no aberration. I, think, I think Danny is just being extra disrespectful because it's Jets week next week, and we're going to have exciting shows for you guys next week looking ahead to the big rivalry that is Bearded Fanatic 
versus the battered jet fan himself. Evan, before we get out of here, any final thoughts besides Danny being out of his damn mind thinking that we're going to go 15 points? I love you both. And I, I, love you both. I love you both. No hard feelings. It's, it's, no, of course not. Except the fact that he's wearing is out of this How world. are you wearing that Nets? How do you cheer for the – how do you wear that hat? I'm from he's, Brooklyn. He's, he is from Brooklyn. I know, but how can you cheer for that team? Anything, I, anything I, that me, I hate sniff, it. No, we're not anything, doing this. We are not talking basketball had, right no, now. No, no. Anything that had a sniff of James Harden. Should be burnt to the ground. Look, look, oh, they, look. Except for all the, the said, worst burn it years, down. The the worst years of my sports fandom have definitely been those those that Do those four years with KD and Kyrie. The only good thing that ever happened to them, and they ruined it because he would have been a good coach had he not been stuck with those three banana heads. Steve Nash is a, could be a great coach in this league. I love Steve Nash, proud Canadian, two time MVP, real white boy. The guy that, that's your Canadian fandom talking. Shot. That is definitely your Canadian yeah. fandom talking. <laughs> Danny, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, I think you guys are, are being big homers because it's been two weeks and you've been aching for some dolphin football. Nope, not at all. Look, for you to say that I'm disrespectful because I said 15 points, you're being a homer, Manny. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. And I don't care if they only give up 12 points. It's still saying that it's disrespectful that I said yep. 15 is, yep. is ridiculous. It's a professional NFL team. They could randomly walk backwards and fall into 15 points. So uh, there you go. Final question. 14 years. 14 years. Boom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this was the Batter Fintan podcast being brought to you by YouTube, being brought to you by Five Star Drivers LLC. Listen, you need a ride. You're in South Florida. You're coming in for the game. Holla at your boy. Five Star Drivers LLC. I'll make sure that you pay less than what you pay Uber or Lyft. Thank you for being a part of the comment section. Rob, Tell your wife, thank you so much for that compliment. It was great. Those final 15 minutes were great. I think that's going to be the clip itself when we go ahead and post it on Twitter. Uh, Danny, lead us out of here, man. All right. If you're listening on, on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Please leave us five stars, review, comment, all that other good stuff. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like and subscribe. And for those of you that are in the chat, thank you for joining in. As always, you guys are the best part of this show. And until the next one, have a good one.